Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. A local family has spent months trying to adopt a teenager from Ukraine. Now they're unsure when they'll be able to bring the orphan to his new home in Etna Green. The Stills family can only hear from 14-year-old Vitaly using social media. He visited them this past summer and they began the adoption process shortly after. The orphanage was located in one of the regions first attacked by Russia. The family says he is safe for now, but he spent his birthday avoiding the conflict instead of with those who love him. Vitaly is a pretty ordinary teenager. Well, we, since we shared a room, uh, we'd always stay up late. Even though we were told to go to bed early, we'd stay up a few hours later. Whether it's playing video games, enjoying time with a family dog, or taking a relaxing walk, he worked hard to make every opportunity in America worth it. He said, no, I don't speak Russian, I don't speak Ukrainian, I speak English. So he tried to um, say it, but if he couldn't figure it out, he'd say, okay, translate please, mom. Vitelli calls Ashley Stills' mom, and she can't wait to have her son home. For now, they can only know he's okay using social media, video chat, and by playing video games. When we first heard news that Russia had actually invaded Ukraine, like, we knew where they were invading. It was, like, literally where he was at. That was probably the scariest moment. Adoption is already a complicated and stressful process. The conflict just adds to the emotional toll for the Stills' family. Just can't wait to walk on that sidewalk and just him hold my hand. For his future brothers and sisters, they just can't wait to have him home. I'm excited. He's, I'm excited for him to officially be my brother, but down in my heart, he already is my brother. Sills' family is hoping to get an emergency visit or speed up the adoption process. Unfortunately, that requires an agreement between the Ukrainian and American governments, something the Ukrainian government doesn't have the resources to address at this time. WSBT 22's Ronnie Das reporting. Gasoline prices hit new records across the country this week, with prices rising as much as 50 cents in a single day Monday. In March of 2021, to fill up a small SUV, it would have cost about $40. That same car now, you'll have to pay more than 60. It's no secret gas prices will rise leading up to summer, but this year that's not the reason why. Experts say the conflict in Ukraine and sanctions against Russia are the biggest factors. Those who rely on driving as their main form of transportation are frustrated. I think it's ridiculous. I got a four-cylinder and I still can't afford gas for it. Personally, I'm um, staying a little more conscious just on the Phillips, but um, overall, I'd, I'd say it, it's pretty pricey up there. The average price of gasoline in our area as of this afternoon is more than $4 a gallon. But the rise in price is affecting everyone involved in the sale of gasoline. We have no control over it. It's a waiting game. I mean, the solution is well above, you know, my power or anybody else's power in this community. Just this morning, the sale of gas at Rick's was $3.98 per gallon, and it jumped 20 cents in the afternoon. In just one week, we've seen gas prices jump close to 50 cents a gallon. And experts believe you're going to be paying even more at the pump. If you're in the Great Lakes, I would expect gas prices today to make a pretty big jump in Michigan, Indiana, and Ohio. Uh, gas prices in those areas will likely jump to $4.29 to as much as $4.49 a gallon. And the more you pay at the pump, the less likely you'll buy something from inside a gas station store. 
which can help owners offset their fuel costs. Normally, when gas prices are less expensive, they may buy, you know, a can of Coke, pack of cigarettes, cup of coffee in the morning. Well, those sales just are not up there as high when the gas prices are high. Now, if you're trying to maximize your fuel economy, experts recommend to drive between 55 and 65 miles an hour while you're on the highway. WSBT 22's Ashley Dagger reporting. Effective this past Tuesday, a face mask mandate became a thing of the past for South Bend Community School Corporation. At the Monday school board meeting, the board of trustees listened to a district official requesting the mask mandate to be changed to just a recommendation. This comes as both the county and schools are seeing low COVID numbers. St. Joseph County's positivity rate is 3%, which is considered low. There's also a downtrend in the district student and staff positivity rate. The South Bend Schools community now has the option to mask up or not in classrooms, lunchrooms, and on the bus. All of this based on advice coming from local and national health experts. I want people to realize this, even though we are moving to mask recommended, that those same structures that we've had will not stop. The classroom is where parent Leslie Hepner says she's particularly happy masks are no longer required. My own sixth grader has never seen her classmates or teachers' faces in middle school. My second grader was a kindergartner when this all started, and so she has no recollection of what it's really like to be at school. Hepner says she's excited to share the news with her two kids. She's prepared her children for the day the mandate would drop by speaking with them about respecting others' decision. Um, and I've said to my kids, you know, if you see somebody wearing a mask, that's what they've chosen to do, and that's okay. And if we're not, that's also okay. So. The stigma behind choice is something the county's deputy health officer says is the next challenge in the pandemic, even though the move to mask recommended is, quote, reasonable. You're isolated. You don't feel like you fit in. And sometimes all you want to do is fit in. You know, so I think that was really confusing for kids. Hill and Hepner's children most likely won't be wearing a mask at school tomorrow, but the decision is finally theirs. Uh, making sure that everybody understands that it is a personal choice. Um, hopefully keep that in mind when when you're um, reacting to the decision tonight. The district says it would only consider bringing back the mask mandate if the county's positivity rate goes back to high. WSBT 22's Paige Barnes reporting. South Bend Common Council looks to find a new leader for the Community Police Review Board. The board was formed months ago to investigate accusations against police. The original director resigned after revelations of disciplinary issues during his time with the Indianapolis Police Department. Joshua Reynolds was his name, and he was the review board's first director, and he resigned in August. Around the same time, Mayor James Mueller took control of the board from the city clerk. More than six months later, there is still no one in that position to lead the board, but now some are worried about regaining the public's trust as they search for a new director. The goal is to do things right. That's according to South Bend Councilman Troy Warner, chairman of the committee overseeing the review board. He hopes to make the interview process more transparent, adding public input meetings, sharing candidate demographics with the community, and doing background checks. Having that transparency throughout is key um, to building trust uh, with the public and being transparent you know, for folks on both sides of the issue. Black Lives Matter South Bend says these are good steps, but the process has taken way too long, mentioning they suggested these ideas before Reynolds was hired. We have to be diligent and closely watch this process to ensure that it maintains the integrity that it needs to have in order for it to build trust. The review board looks into investigations of alleged police misconduct to make sure they're handled fairly. But Common Council member Henry Davis Jr. is concerned about Warner's ties with the county police as public information liaison and legal advisor. 
We've stepped on public trust throughout this entire process. We're still stepping on public trust. Public said no law enforcement leading the charge. And we have law enforcement leading the charge. However, Warner says he's not making decisions. He's only working on the process. It's crucial to uh, to rebuild the trust in the community and to uh, just have some oversight of uh, policing in our community. Warner is hoping to have a bill for council vote on Monday, and he says more than 30 people have applied since December. And if the process goes smoothly, they could have the finalists by mid to late May. WSBT 22's Erica Finke reporting. Record high gas prices are affecting everyone on the road and especially businesses that deliver. Some are now reimbursing their drivers for rising gas prices. The delivery program, Meals on Wheels, helps provide food to seniors who have limited mobility. They rely on workers and volunteers to drop off the meals. For the Southwest Michigan location, they believe increasing their reimbursement is necessary as gas costs soar. It's the fair thing to do for our volunteers, and we rely heavily on our volunteers for delivering the meals. So I think it's appropriate that we that we honor and recognize that they are have a cost, an additional cost to do this. Stroll told me the volunteers and workers drive on average 3,000 miles a month. The raise in reimbursement is in the works and should be finalized soon. Um, it will cost the organization because obviously 3,000 miles with an increase of a dollar is, is significant. Um, but it's, we feel it's appropriate and uh, we're, 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 going to, we're going to be discussing it to see what the policy change will be. Local businesses are also feeling the pressure of rising costs. I'm seeing the gas prices affect me in a lot of areas and especially with my products as well. When gas goes up, my cheese goes up. And if anyone knows about Mimos, we put a lot of cheese in our pizza. Pizza at Mimos will now cost one more dollar than before to help with climbing produce and delivery prices. For our delivery drivers, we had to increase our fee, which was $2.25 for a delivery fee. We had to mark it up to $3 per delivery, so we upped it 75 cents just to, you know, catch up here with the grass prices and our drivers wouldn't take much of a hit. Both Meals on Wheels and Mimos Pizza say they're watching gas prices very closely. This way they can quickly respond to help workers or change costs when needed. WSBT 22's Ashley Dagger reporting. After some serious delays the last couple of weeks, new TSA security systems have now been installed and are running at South Bend International Airport. It's quiet now during the midday, but during the mornings it can be hectic. We saw last week just how crazy long the lines were, upwards of three hours waiting due to the installation of these machines. But the goal is to make it quicker and safer to get through security. We know we had some hiccups last week uh, with the lines and the installation, so we're really happy to welcome you guys back and show you guys how well it's working. When flying out of South Bend, TSA hopes you'll notice a difference. Their new security system will give TSA agents a 3D image similar to a CT scan for your body can manipulate it, they can spin the image, they can definitely get a better sense of the item is in the bag, it'll help them identify threats better and kind of dismiss those items that maybe alarm as a threat, but they can see this is not. While everything must be put in a bin, you won't need to remove items anymore. Your toiletries, those other small liquids that you're used to carrying in a Ziploc bag, you can leave those in your carry-on now. Um, our offices are able to see and identify those properly um, with this new machine. Flying out of South Bend a few times a year, the new system checked all the boxes for Jennifer Herrera. That everyone was very friendly, it was fast, and it was hassle-free, they were helpful, so very nice. She appreciates the efficiency. It gives you peace of mind knowing that you aren't going to be so stressed out when you're traveling. More than 300 of these machines have been installed nationwide. So just how much quicker will this make it for you? We're cutting off 10 seconds here, 30 seconds here. It's hard to 
the, the wait times vary throughout the day. It's hard to pinpoint exactly how much time you're saving with this CT machine, but I would say overall the passenger experience improves. While the screening will go faster, there's only so much technology can do. TSA says to help continue speeding up your process, pack smart and check your bag. I think we've all been in that situation where you have a carry-on that's maybe on the cusp. Is it a little too big? Can I try and squeeze it on at the plane? I'll check it at the gate if it won't fit. Those sorts of bags will not fit through this machine. Even with these new machines, TSA and the airport are still recommending you show up at least two hours early to help ensure you make your flight in time. WSBT 22's DJ Manu reporting. Finally, one man's take on the Republican Party and its priorities with or without Donald Trump. WSBT 22's Ronnie Doss spent some time in Napanee this past week with former Housing and Urban Development Secretary and 2016 GOP presidential hopeful Dr. Ben Carson. As uh, Putin and Russia ramp up attacks, what role should the United States take as the nation and world's attention focuses on Ukraine? It goes back to our energy policies. We were energy independent in the previous administration. It gave us the Trump card, no pun intended you know, when it came to a lot of our international affairs. We gave it away. Well, if you give the keys to somebody like that, whose ambition for the last 30 years has been to reconstitute the Soviet Union, what do you think he's going to do? <laughs> he's going to take advantage of it. What role do you see Donald Trump having in the future of the Republican Party? You know, he has a little bit of a problem also letting things roll off his back. If, if he allowed things to just roll off his back and move on, I think he would probably do much better in general, but I think he has a huge role to play. He's very influential. Um, his policies were spectacular, and they did great things for our country. There's no question about that. As a former presidential candidate, what do you think the current administration's priorities should be? Well, right now, they should be worried about what the people are worried about. And the people are very concerned about escalating inflation. Did the federal government go too far in pandemic stimulus, especially considering the impact now on inflation? Even now, we're still having difficulty getting people to go back to work. Um, and until we uh, fix that, we're going to have significant uh, supply chain problems as well. And that coupled with the massive inflation is a formula for a massive recession. As the former U.S. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, why is affordable housing uh, a benefit for the community? We have the ability uh, to provide adequate housing for people. One of the problems is housing is very expensive in certain areas of the country because there are so many regulations. Are you noticing any disturbing trends that are a direct attack on conservative values? Some people say we have liberty, we have freedom. but. If the government allows big tech and the media to shut people down and they're complicit, that's exactly the same thing as if the government is doing it itself. If you don't fight for your freedom every single day, you're going to lose it. Freedom is not free. There's a cost associated with it. Dr. Ben Carson with WSBT 22's Ronnie Doss. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff, or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 